1: Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. hope you are enjoying this series here on um, the, gra- the Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. My take on the 10 scrolls from that book, and again, just buy the book. It's a short book. It's easy to read, but um, I know probably nine out of 10 people listening to this probably won't do that, and again, that's just life, um, but I do encourage you to do that. Just give it a go. Because um, you never know what can you achieve if you put yourself out there to it. Tr- you know, if you do want more success in your life, it does pay to put one foot in front of the other and do probably what you haven't done before because it'll help you get to where you want to go. But let's get into scroll mark number six for this podcast. It says, today I'll be the master of my emotions. The tides advance, the tides recede, winter goes and summer comes, summer wanes and coldness increases, the sun rises, the sun sets, the moon is full, the moon is black, the birds arrive, the birds depart, flowers bloom, flowers fade, seeds are sown, harvests are reap, all nature is a circle of moods, and I am a part of nature, and so, like the tides, my moods will rise, my moods will fall. Today I'll be a master of my emotions. It is one of nature's tricks, little understood, that each day I awaken with moods that have changed from yesterday. I'll say that one again. It is one of nature's tricks, little understood, that each day I awaken with moods that have changed from yesterday. Yesterday's joy will become today's sadness, yet today's sadness will grow in tomorrow's into tomorrow's joy. Inside me is a wheel, I constantly turning from sadness to joy, from exaltation to depression, from happiness to melancholy. Like the flowers today the full bloom of joy will fade and wither into despondency, yet I'll remember that as today's deeds. Flowers carries the seeds of tomorrow of tomorrow's blooms so too does today's sadness carry the seeds of tomorrow's joy today I will be a master of my emotions and how will I master these emotions so that each day will be productive for unless my mood is right the day will be a failure it's a really important statement this one for unless my mood is right the day will be a failure and I want to sort of tell you a little bit of a story here and I remember I was working for Westpac at the time and and I was young and I'd read this book obviously. And I was working in the head office in Collins Street and I was gonna go for an interview in the bank, really important interview. I was asked um, for a better job, it was like big jump up in pay and status and all the other stuff that goes with it, not just a title change like banks tend to do. And I remember I had the, 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 the appointment was set and I'd played sport the night before. Um, and I got hit very hard with a football, um, and I kicked in my chest and had sore ribs and everything, and I felt really crook, and I was living in Geelong at the time, and I almost said, I'm not going to, not going into work today, I don't you know, I just and you could have made that excuse, you know what I mean? I could have reset the interview, etcetera, et cetera. But I said, No, I'm gonna to go to work. And I thought it doesn't matter how if I'm feeling like that, if I put in the right attitude, then the job's mine. So I made the decision, which is one of the first scrolls we talked about. Make a decision. So I made that decision that the job was mine, that I wanted that job. I went to work. I walked, you know, people at work in my, in my area. I said, why are you even here? Um, and I said, because this is what I need to do. And I walked a few blocks to go to the interview. before I got there. I was pretty exhausted, but I just said it to myself, I'm not going to fail. I'm going to get this job and I'm going to do whatever i got to do to get this job. Uh, and I walked out of that room with the job. And to me, that just shows you what you can do. You know, if you're the master of your emotions, and I could have been sad for myself, gone in half-baked, did that interview, and a lot of people do that. They, they go in with the mindset, I'm going to fail, I'm not going to have this big business meeting, it's not they're not going to want what I'm going to talk about, or oh, I'm not going to get this interview, or whatever it is, that you, they go in with this whole mindset of not getting a positive outcome for themselves, and this is what it's saying about being the master of your emotions, so because it's saying, for unless my mood is right, the day will be a failure, so get your mood right, so put your game face on. Um, Trees and plants depend on the weather to flourish, but I make my own weather. That's exactly what I did that day. I will make my own weather. Yay, I transport it with me. If I bring rain and gloom and darkness and pessimism to my customers, then they will react with rain and doom and gloom and darkness and pessimism, and they will purchase naught, They will purchase, not so they're going to buy what I'm selling, basically. And again, whether I'm selling myself or you, or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be about sales. It could be, you know. wanting to be a coach of the local kids' football team, whatever that is. it's your, What If you're selling gloom, doom and gloom and darkness, nobody ain't going to buy it. Okay, if I bring joy, enthusiasm and brightness and laughter to my customers, they will react with joy and enthusiasm and brightness and laughter, and my weather will produce a harvest of sales and a, a granary of gold for me. So basically, you'll get success. Today I will be a master of my emotions and how I will master my emotions so that every day is happy and a productive one, I will learn this secret of the ages. Weak is he who permits his thoughts to control his actions. I will learn this secret of the ages. Weak is he who permits his thoughts to control his actions. Strong is he who forces his actions to control his thoughts. I'll say that part again. Strong is he who forces his actions to control his thoughts. Make it happen. Make success happen. Don't let thoughts control you. And and often we find people are frozen by their thoughts and people want to do our diploma course, but they fear failure. They fear not getting it right. They fear not being able to study. They fear all this stuff and that freezes them. But strong is though he who forces his action to control his thoughts. What if you go in with a different mindset? I will succeed. I will persist until I succeed. We don't have failures of our course. If you're persisting until you succeed, you'll get there. We don't have failures in our course because people that persist will get there and then they'll get the results. It's just the law that these guys are talking about, these scrolls are talking about, and I 100% agree with them. So, Weak is he who permits his thoughts to control his actions. Strong is he who forces actions to control his thoughts. Each day when I wake up, I will follow this plan of battle before I'm captured." by the forces of sadness, self-pity and failure. If I feel depressed, I will sing. If I feel sad, I will laugh. If I feel ill, I will double my labor. If I feel fear, I will plunge ahead. If I feel inferior, I will wear new garments. If I feel uncertain, I will raise my voice. If I feel poverty, I will think of wealth to come. If I feel incompetent, I will remember past success. If I feel insignificant, I will remember my goals. I've done all of that different times, you know. Uh, and you have to. This is the thing to get successful. You have to always go, well, where is it? Where am I today? And where do I want to be? And then flip. And you can do that. Everybody can do that, I know, because I do this stuff myself. You know, I've felt fear before and I've just plunged ahead. You know, I remember the first time I was speaking on a big stage, you know, big expo, you know, with 500 people in the audience, and I'm standing there beside the stage going, what the hell am I doing here? I was really fearful, I was fearful of looking silly, not saying the right thing, feeling looking dumb, you name it, all the things were going through my head, but I got up on the stage and I just went, no, I've got to do this, and I got rid of all of those thoughts, and I just went bang, and it was great. I did a really good presentation, and they loved me, and they invited me back, and I got gigs. I had within the next few days, I got phone calls from other organisers asking me to do presentations for them. So, again, you can do that even as an introvert, standing on a big stage, fearing you're almost feeling like you're standing up there naked, if that makes sense. I'm sure you probably understand that if you've ever had to go and present. So that's scroll number six. So let's get into scroll number seven, and we might even try and cover scroll number eight today. But the scroll mark number seven, I will laugh at the world. That's an interesting one. I will laugh at the world. No living creature can laugh except man. Trees may bleed when they are wounded, and beasts in the field will cry in pain and hunger, yet only I have the gift of laughter. And it is mine to use whenever I choose. Henceforth, I will cultivate the habit of laughter. I will smile with my digest, and my digestion will improve. So, if you're smiling, you're going to have better digestion. That's what it's saying. I will chuckle, and my burdens will be lightened. I will laugh at my life. And we'll be lengthened for this is the greatest great secret of long life and how it is my medical fact. We know people that laugh more um, have less medical problems. We know we've seen so many medical um, uh, studies that says, you know, people giving laughter therapy. That's the whole Patch Williams, the movie Patch Williams about laughter therapy and how that can change your life. So, this is what this is all about. Because when I say I laugh at the world and most of all, I will laugh at myself, a man is most comical when he takes himself too seriously. Never will I fall into this trap of mind, for though though I be nature's greatest miracle, I'm not still a mere grain tossed about by the winds of time. Do I truly know whence I came or whither I am bound? Will my concern for this day not seem foolish ten years hence? Why should I permit the petty happenings of today to disturb me? What can take place before the sun sets which will not seem insignificant? In the river of centuries, and and I know people that are around me. I laugh at certain things, and people go, "Why are well, you laughing?" I go, "Because it's just funny. You're getting upset about nothing." It's sort of to me. It's like, well, is it important enough to give a rat's about? It? And I know you probably heard me say this before if you've been listening long enough. You know, my my mum used to say to me, you know, Dale, if money can't change it, it's a problem. And the only thing money can't change is you're dying, pretty much. You know, if if you have an accident and you drop a Plate, whatever it is, it's just insignificant. If money can't fix it, then you have a real problem. And to me, this is what it's about. There's all sorts of things I see happen in a day, in a week, not just around me to other people. And not that I laugh at them, if you know what I mean, but I find the funny in things is like people getting upset. And sometimes they end up laughing with me because it's like, well, it's just silly to get too upset. You make sense? It says, um, Uh, It goes on to say, Why should I permit the petty happenings today to disturb me? What can take place before the sun sets, which will not seem insignificant in the river of centuries? I will laugh at the world, and how can I laugh when confronted with a man or deed which offends me so as to bring forth my tears or my curses? Four words I will train myself to say until they become habits so strong that immediately they will appear in my mind whenever good humor threatens to depart from me. These words passed down from the ancients will carry me through every day, every adversity, and maintain my life in balance. These four words are, This too shall pass. That's protocol number seven. So look at the good in everything and make things laugh. Let's now go to number eight. Um Scroll number eight says Today I will multiply my value a hundredfold. A mulberry leaf touch with the genius of man becomes silk, a field of clay touched with the genius of man becomes a castle. The cypress tree touch with the genius of man becomes a shrine. A cut of sheep's hair touch with the genius of man becomes raiment or garments for a king. If it is possible for leaves and clay and wood and hair to have their value multiplied a hundred, yea, a thousandfold by man, can I not do the same with the clay that bears my name? Today I will multiply my value a hundredfold. I am likened to the grain of wheat which faces one of three futures. The wheat can be placed in a sack and dumped in a stall until it's fed to swan. Or it can be ground to flour, made into bread, or it can be placed in the earth and allowed to grow until its golden head divides and produces thousands of grains from the one. I am likened to a grain of wheat, with one difference: the wheat cannot choose whether it is fed to swine, ground for bread, or planted to multiply. I have a choice, and I will let, not let my life be fed to swine and despair to be broken open and devoured by the will of others. Today. I will multiply my value a hundredfold. To grow and multiply, it is necessary to plant the wheat grain in the darkness of the earth and my failures. My despairs, my ignorance and my inabilities of the darkness in which I have been planted in order to ripen now, like the wheat grain which will sprout and blossom only if it's nurtured with rain and sun and warm winds. I too must nurture my body and mind to fulfill my dreams. But to grow to full stature, the wheat must wait On the whims of nature, I need not wait, for I have the power to choose my own destiny. I need not wait, for I have the power to choose my own destiny. Make a decision. That's what the first scroll said, didn't it? make a decision, you know, give out love. There's a whole range of great stuff here. So that's scroll number eight. Uh, Well, that's the, the, well, I'm, I'm not reading, and by the way, I'm not reading all of the scrolls. I'm only just reading a little chunk of these scrolls. There's a whole lot more into them. And again, I do suggest you go and buy the book because you need to read the scrolls yourself and highlight all the parts and take it in as relevant to you. But even though the words, if you know what I mean, are more ancient Babylonian, um, the meanings are still there and take it to mean it how you'd like. But again, don't give up. Keep persisting until you succeed. You know, don't listen to others, you know. Don't get dragged down by the naysayers and the, the trolls of this world. Be positive, laugh a lot, like the whole range of things that's talking about. And if you live your life on these ten scrolls, things will change. And my guess is, well, sorry, not my guess, I know things will change for the better. But that's it for this episode of my podcast, the Talking Wealth podcast. You've been listening to myself. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Hope you've enjoyed my series. Take care. I'll catch you for the last one in this series or my last podcast on this series. But stay safe. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.